Most people in today's society, including scientists, they go, well, DNA is just made for a survival mechanism. It's always learning how to survive. No, it's really not. It's learning how to thrive. Welcome to Masajati's podcast, Exponential Intelligence, where you can transform simply by listening. Experience the power of frequencies and the next step in consciousness evolution. The Western scientists go, no, you can't repair DNA. Uh, it's hard-coded uh, and so on. You can, you can alter how it communicates, and this is where mRNA comes in. The DNA stays the same, and then they, they change the communication, like the vaccines and so on. They change the communication between the DNA and then the cell structure. Okay? So, so in the Western culture, again, DNA is hard-coded. You can't make any changes. You can change how it communicates to the cellular structure, and that's where we get the change starts to make you wonder like can dna be editable from the xi perspective i absolutely think i can uh and dna is say adapting all the time that's how fluid dna or you know our genetic makeup is the other aspect is uh eastern science uh and then what xi exponential intelligence say physics uh thinks uh, about DNA is that your DNA is always dynamic. It's literally sending out, and this goes way beyond, say, the genetic uh, sciences of today. And that's why XI is so advanced, by the way. Uh, and this is why we get amazing proof and all. You know, the physical traits that we have, hair, eye color, some tendencies and so on, body shape, heart issues or non-heart issues, all those things are physical features. Uh, so is mental illness. Uh, and I explained, gave you two examples of like patterns that people run, obesity, right? Or the reasons why you would have obesity. And, and that's another aspect that I'd want to cover is the reasons why your genetic makeup is the way it is. Because if we can understand that, we can solve a lot of problems in humanity or the way humans evolve. So every aspect of you literally is a filter or a DNA that um, a genetic makeup that you see your life through. So the other aspect of it, is it hard-coded in you? Well, you are the latest version of your parents. Okay? So whatever came down from the line, grandparents, great-grandparents, and so on, and so on, and so on, you are the latest version uh, of of yourself, right? Or, or of that family line. So heart issues, um, um, uh, you know, diabetes and all, you know, thinning of the hair and all those things that, you know, you think is you is really not. Uh, and again, through the studies that I've done, uh, I would say over 90 to 95% of who you are is literally, you've inherited that from, again, your parents and, you know, their offspring, okay? Only five to 10% is literally you. That five to 10% allows you your uniqueness. And that's what the power of exponential intelligence or, you know, again, the physics of what I teach, that's is like, how do you change your genetic makeup? Well, this is through, you know, the 18 day uh, hyper meditations and all the patterns, all the programs that we do is that you are the master creator of your genetic makeup. But most un people don't understand that. They think it's hard coded and then that's all it is. But the key is, is that once you observe through that infinite intelligence, 
as um, that research paper calls it, that infinite intelligence, what I call uh, your natural intelligence, uh, again, there's a parallel to that. Once you start to observe, or once you start to say, uh, operate from that higher level of self, where your genetic coding starts to happen, then you can start to change your genetic makeup as well, okay? Otherwise, it's just through trial and tribulation. Uh, that you're changing or through experiences because that's how most people say transform their genetic makeup is through experiences the more severe of an experience that you've had the more impact it has on your dna because it's a survival mechanism your genetic makeup is literally there to go this instant how what is the best possible source for me to survive right that's all the your DNA is really about. What is it in me or what, what am I going to take advantage of the environment for me to be the best possible version of myself? Now, most people think it's just survival. It's not really survival. It's to be sustainable so I can grow even more. But most people in today's society, including scientists, they go, well, DNA is just made for a survival mechanism. It's always learning how to survive. No, it's really not. It's learning how to thrive. So, uh, but we haven't found the right environment, right? And there's reason for that. So your DNA, if it's natural element, is to be sending out, it's, it's like pinging information. It's like sending out to the environment, hey, how is this environment treating me? And then it brings back. So it's always absorbing its environment and how say it adapts to it or how it can adapt to it. And that's why I say DNA is very, very fluid. It's not just solid, okay? And that's why you change over time, right? If you lived in a harsh environment, uh, you know, within say a year or two, your DNA, your, your genetic makeup has adapted to that harsh environment. The key is how do you access the master blueprint of that DNA to change it the way we want it for our benefit, not from say an evolutionary process from you know our parents. That's the key. Okay. Now, now in nature, it happens automatically. In nature, you know, if say there's um, you know a species, a lion family or the wolf family, they have a disease that comes through, and it's like, well, disease is not a good way for the species to survive. So we're on autopilot. In nature so basically in about one or two generations that your DNA or that species of the DNA uh, learns how to say overcome that virus that say or whatever that creates heart disease uh, and then they they um, uh, the next generations don't have heart disease anymore and again that's more sign that we've learned or nature learns but again humans have a choice, they have willpower, and that's why it gets a little messed up. The next step is like, where do you go, or how do you how do you change the DNA? Medical research tells you, well, resonance, you know, they're finding more and more like frequencies, uh, sound frequencies start to change the DNA, and it does, but not at a deep level. It makes it aware, but again, it's through a learning process, uh, and that's really the key. Or there's even, um, um, uh, epigenetics, you know, that allow you to say change. But epigenetics, again, goes back into, say, the communication between the DNA and the cellular structure. So the issue I have with epigenetics uh, is that you keep having to repeat, say, the same therapy over and over again because it doesn't stick. It hasn't changed the base DNA or genetic pattern. It just 
communicates differently to the cells. That's the difference, okay? Sound therapies uh, or anything like that also changes. And those are the physical features. But what's that one key or what's that secret element that we're all missing? That this is the natural path that, say, uh, your DNA actually, say, uh, starts to change or starts to edit itself. And that's what XI does. It allows you to uh, tap into your natural intelligence. And that natural intelligence, once you tap into it, you start to observe the patterns that you're running. You start to observe the, you know, the, 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 the patterns. It's like, wow, you've got the prettiest deep blue eyes. It was the same deep blue eyes as your aunt made. Yes, they were beautiful blue eyes, but chances are, if your eyes are that close to Aunt May's, your relationship patterns, uh, you know, your money habits, all those attributes of Aunt May's is now yours. You might not know it. And a mixture of other people. But again, that's the habit or that's the genetic makeup. So again, it's not you. Okay? Can you still have beautiful blue eyes without all that? Of course you can. How can we use free will to reactivate what we are naturally inherently say designed to do. So one, most people think that they have free will and they don't. Okay. Now this is getting into a different subject, but they really don't have free will because they're not aware of what bi- what boundaries or what binds them again. And if you don't believe me, you don't have free will. Look at how you age. You age like your parents or society. Is that free will? In today's society where most people think it's advanced technology, we have free will to do whatever that we want to do. You don't. You're bound by the, 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 you're bound by the shackles of your genetic makeup. Okay? So what you can do is start to use free will to get reestablished or say reconnected to your natural intelligence, that infinite wisdom that you are. And, I, and I'll explain to your natural intelligence, by the way. Okay. Um, so, so that means basically you're basically starting to, so for most people it would go, you mean I have to give up my free will and embrace this other aspect of myself so I can have free will. Yes. So, so, and that sounds, you know, that sounds confusing or that sounds, you know, like it doesn't, it, it sounds like it doesn't make sense, right? But the key is, is that, and this is why we don't have free will, because we lost free will a long time ago. We didn't use it properly. So basically what we're doing is, hey, I'll just copy what mom, I'll just copy what mom or dad's having. That's not free will. And look at how many hundreds of generations back, again, you are the latest version of, right? So that's really old programming. That is not free will. And that's why society tends to repeat the same old patterns. And we think, well, that's just the way human DNA is. It's not. It's not that way at all. Human DNA or DNA is supposed to always evolve to its highest level. We don't. We really don't. We human humans have have um, according to Ray Kurzweil basically flatlined as far as evolution goes. Technology has increased. So he calls it technological singularity. So this is a sign that we're not one. We don't have free will. Two, we're not using say our genetic makeup properly. Otherwise, we won't flatten. We would literally elevate with say the concepts or the advancement in technology. So you know you're listening to this you know topic, this conversation, and you might be wondering. It's like 
you know, kind of puts you in a rock in a hard place, right? It's like, well, how can I change my DNA then? Well, it's, it's very, very simple. Again, through the work that we do with exponential intelligence, um, I've figured out how to say tap into your natural intelligence, which unlocks, say, the code to your master blueprint. Once you have access to that master blueprint, you can literally change or transform what I've seen in people. Again, I don't claim to cure anybody, but I give them the key to their master blueprint. Once you have that key to that master blueprint, now you can't go in there and you go, I want to change this and this and this. You have to master the programming. Again, just like anything else, you have to master the craft of understanding how your genetic makeup works by observing. And as you do, you literally say transform and shift. They age gracefully. They age with you know keeping their body shape. Um, and that's a genetic makeup as well. Uh, their facial features change. They don't look like, for example, there's a lot of women that look like their dads and they physically look like masculine people, you know, or there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, you know, men that look very feminine, right? And again, it's not sexual identity or that's something different, but that's, it's very, very different, right? So once you start to become like a strong identity, not a feature of your mom or dad, you start to change in your facial features, your body features, and so on like that, start to change as well. And then you have, you become, say, that stronger feminine identity, that stronger masculine identity. Because again, you're not a mixture of your dad if you're female, or you're not a mixture of your uh, mom if you're masculine. Okay? So all those things start to change for you, so you become a better, much better version of yourself than what happened to your family and, or, and or society. So that's the full circle that, uh, you know, I talked about in, in, the, in, the, in the beginning there where, you know, it's like, well, we have free will. So you access or you jump on and you give up your free will and you ride the train of say consciousness or the ride, you ride the train of say intelligence on how nature does it and you learn to master how nature did it because it's got billions of years of, say, technology behind it, by the way, right? You might as well learn from the best. That's all I'm saying. And then once you learn the concepts and you master those concepts, then that's where, say, free will starts to happen for you. And that's where willpower comes in. Willpower is like, you're, you're, genetically, you're genetically prone to go this way. You need willpower, you know, a ton of horses to pull you this way. So there's always that fight. Your genetics always wins at the end, guys. The closer to death you get, the closer you is like, ah, hell with it. I'm just going to give up. And boom, your genetics takes over. But what if you change your genetics right off the bat? You're going into the direction that you need. And again, exercise and everything else that you need to do. Staying away from improper relationships or you know coming into money better and all that. Those start to change as well. And then you naturally create the environment that you need and want. And it's very flourishing. Um, and our conversation was of free will. Once you understand and once you're, say, tethered to, say, the opportunities of abundance from your natural genetic makeup, then you have free will to make choices for the future for you. Thanks for joining. The episode you just listened to is encoded with frequencies of higher consciousness. It's normal if you begin to feel differently or confused it's the process of change. For best results, observe and practice spatial referencing. 
ask yourself, what if I could choose things differently? To learn more, subscribe to the Exponential Intelligence Podcast, sign up for the newsletter for exclusive information and offers, or join Maz on social media through the links in the show notes below.